Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Zakat on mortgages. Now, the mortgage I'm talking about here are those which carry an interest, which are obviously haram to begin with. But let's just say some people are involved in that and they still want to pay zakat, which is a good thing. How do you pay zakat? Because the idea is that let's just say you've borrowed, just for argument's sake, 100,000 pounds or 100,000 dollars to be paid over 10 years. So now uh, you have money and because you have to remember this is a loan that they're not going to rush you to pay off. If they, they've agreed with you, the bank has agreed, the lending institution has agreed that you will repay this over the course of 10 years. In fact, some of them actually penalize you for paying earlier. The reason is that they actually benefit from the long-term uh, interest payments because the longer you keep it, the more interest you will pay. And initially, all it always starts off with more interest, a lot of interest, and then that gets decreased as your capital decreases. All right? So they don't want you to pay early. What that does is that it gives a false sense of security to individuals. And what they do is, because they know how much they have to pay, that I have to maybe pay £200 every week or £500 every week, or whatever the case is, their salary is more than that. So then they use the rest of their money you know, for buying good cars. And, you know, mashallah, they have a good lifestyle, despite the fact that they're technically in debt. So a person who was in debt maybe 100, 200, 300 years ago is very different to a person who's in debt today. Right? In those days, if you were in debt, you could probably see it that you were in debt. People would not be, you know, taking, uh, people would not be living a li la lavish lifestyle and taking huge amounts of debt that they were risking. That was just too dangerous. But because now you have, you know, many laws that, uh, like safety net laws, like bankruptcy and all the rest of it, people take a lot more risks. Right? And it's, most of it is haram. Right? Most of it is haram. It's going to make that very clear. But anyway, let's just say somebody has a loan for whatever reason, justified, non-justified, you know, whatever the case is. So now, let's just say that I've got saved up, a person has saved up 10,000 pounds and he's still got 60,000 pounds still to pay from his original loan. He's paid off 40,000 of the 100,000 pound loan, but he's got, mashallah, 10,000 pounds sitting. He doesn't want to pay the bank because he'll be penalized or whatever, right? And he's thinking, there's no need. I'll use this money, I'll invest it, I'll do something else with it. So if he's got 10,000 pounds as his own money, but then he owes 60,000. Can he deduct 60 from the 10? Which means that he'd, he'd be zero, he'd be minus 50. That means he doesn't have to pay any zakat. So that means what we have essentially, if we're going to go by that, we have a lot of people who seem to be living wealthy lifestyles, right? indulgent lifestyles, comfortable lifestyles, driving some very good things, more than poor people, but they're not paying zakat. In fact, to a certain degree, maybe you could even say, if they're using every asset of theirs, maybe you can say that they could even take zakat in some cases, right? And uh, that sounds very unfair. Right? So now, because this is a new situation where people have started taking these long-term loans, we do have a concept of long-term loans in Islam, like the loan of the dowry is considered like a long-term, very weak kind of loan, right? So now, based on several examples like that, the ulama have said this, and this is... Uh, the ulama have said that you should only deduct one year's of payments that are going to be due to you. So your next year of payments for the next 12 months or so, how much you need to pay of the bank, that's the only part that you can actually deduct. Right? You can't deduct your entire loan if it's a long-term loan like that, which the bank is not pushing you to pay early. Because it's in their best interest that you pay late. So you should not deduct 60,000. But if your payments on this year is going to be 5,000 or 10,000, that's all you deduct. That's the only part you deduct from your assets. 
And of course, then if you have any assets left, then you pay zakat, otherwise you don't. My take on this thing is that if you have a loan and you're feeling guilty and you want to pay it off. I had a friend like that. He had taken a bank loan. Then he felt guilty one Ramadan and he just wanted to pay it off. Right? So every extra bit of income he's trying to pay it off. In fact, to such a degree that he made a lot of dua to Allah and then he basically asked his boss, the company used to work for a software company, that can you actually give me an advance payment for an entire year? You know I'm a trustworthy, I know this isn't going to happen for everybody, but it, mashallah, it worked for him. He basically asked that, he, he sent an email, he made a lot of dua, I remember it was Ramadan, and he made a lot of dua, and then he sent a message to his boss, and he said, can you give me one year's advance payment, advance salary? Which boss is going to do that? And then he said, I'll work for the next 12 months for free, because I really want to pay off my loan. You know, the whole interest, usury aspect had gotten to him. And you won't believe it. The next day when he walked into work, he wasn't expecting my thing. The guy is going to think I'm good. He knows I'm a, he's, he was a bit of a bold kind of guy anyway. He thought he'll just pass it off as a joke or whatever. Right? The boss was waiting for him at the door. And he said to him, he said to him, Najib, he says, go and look at the, go to the, uh, is it the human resources or the finance department? They've got something for you. And now look at the deal that he got. He got there and he was thinking, we don't, he doesn't know. When he got there, basically they told him, that if we give you your yearly payment in advance, you're going to have nothing for the next 12 months. So that's not going to be good because then you're going to be struggling. What we're going to do is we'll pay you your one year in advance. Then for the next 12 months, we'll give you 50% of salary for the next year in advance. So literally, by they're giving, them one, he's, they're giving him one year of advance salary before he's even worked for the 12 months. Then for every month of those 12 months, they're giving him 50% of next year's salary per month. Subhanallah. And this is something I'm telling you directly from the person. Right? So, the idea is that, uh, let's get back to our discussion. If you are, like him, trying to pay your loan back, every extra bit of money you're doing, there, you're not buying luxury, you're not buying a new TV set, you're not buying a new sofa, a new car, you're just running your old car, and you just want to get out of this, then I think you can deduct the whole amount. Right? Then you can deduct the whole amount because you are really trying to pay it off. Then it's no longer a long-term loan for you. You're willing to pay the fees, you know, the penalties, early penalties, and you just want to get out of it because you just want to get out of this curse. Right? But again, whenever you're going to, whenever you have an interest-based loan, if, if you are trying to pay it off, student loan, whatever, you're trying to pay it off actively, every penny you have, then the only part you can actually deduct is your original capital amount, not the interest payment that they're going to want from you as well. So in the case where you got 60,000 left or 100,000 left, you can only of your own capital that you borrowed, right, the original, that is the only amount you'll be able to deduct. Even though the bank would expect more from you, right, on a 100,000 loan, they'll probably you'll end up paying 140,000. You can't deduct, you can't do that calculation that by the end I'll pay 140, so let me deduct 140. It's just, let's just say you've got 200,000 sitting there, you got an inheritance, but you had a loan of 100,000. And you do the calculation and you think, by the end of 10 years I'm going to pay 140,000, so I should be able to deduce, sorry, deduct 140 from my 200,000 asset, I should only be paying zakat on 60,000 of my assets. No. You should only de deduct your capital amount. Because that interest is haram, that should not give you the luxury of deducting. Because you shouldn't even be paying that.
So you should only minus a thousand, or sorry, a uh, hundred thousand from your hundred uh, from your two hundred thousand years. So you should pay zakat on two hundred thousand. That is only if you are actively trying to pay back, which you were. I mean, you got the money. Why don't you pay it back, right? So if you're in the long term, the long term loan, right? Then in that case, don't deduct your entire uh, capital owed, but rather only one year's payments that you are going to make. You're only allowed to deduct. You should only deduct that much. So hopefully that clarifies the whole case of long-term loans uh, that are based on these kind of things. So uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just like for our brother, he allowed him to come out of this. May Allah allow that. But for that, you need a lot of du'as and a will, inshallah. And Allah can help you as well.